Welcome to season three of the Student Leadership Podcast. We believe you were created to make a difference. So we want to equip you to lead your generation in whatever setting you find yourself in. So whether it's your high school, middle school, college campus, or anywhere in between, we want to help you point others to Jesus. What is going on, students? And welcome back to the Student Leadership Podcast. My name is Jordan Kalerik. I will be your host. I'm joined by... Oh, yeah. uh, Colin. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm still new to this, but I'm just happy to be here. No, you're doing a great job in the captain's seat. But today, we've got a new guest for all the students. And I'm pumped for this for like 10 reasons. We've got Kyler Cedarwall here on the podcast. What's up, bro? What's up, guys? How you doing? Dude, where are you recording from? That's the first question. Uh, what we call the lounge here at Ooh. church. The lounge, the lounge. at church. Man. And he's looking mighty loungy, if I do say so. Myself. All right, no, hold on. Let me explain. Is- I don't even know what that okay. means. I'm just pumped to have Kyler here because Kyler's one of my friends. It's always fun. Now, you had a friend on the podcast for two Ryan. weeks in a row. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. I went to college with Ryan. Kyler, I was in college with for like a few years, and I used to always look up to Kyler. Oh. And I was like, oh, I look, look at look Kyler on campus. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah, he's the boy kyler's in an accountability group with me that meets in the morning so kyler it is an honor to have you on the podcast tell students a little bit about yourself yeah well first of all thanks so much for having me um yeah like like you said colin i went to college with you which is kind of crazy i did not know i did not know know i was even in college with you (laughs) no i knew you went to college with me i had no idea you looked up to me that's uh that's very sentimental but Uh um yeah so i've been living here i'm actually from new jersey i'm a jersey boy but moved to pittsburgh six and a half years ago good decision just to start working at Allison Park Church, met my wife here. We've got two little girls now. Yo. Um, yes. Done a lot of different roles, young adults ministry. I do our local outreach and mission stuff now. So yeah, uh, yeah this is a great church to be a part of. I love Pittsburgh. One thing that I love uh, about bringing Kyler on the podcast, Colin, is Kyler has perspective. Uh, we we have a lot of pastors on, which is amazing. And Kyler definitely is a pastor, but Kyler works a lot with nonprofits, um, helps run food banks, does a lot of missions work, benevolence work, things like that. So I think a lot of students that might not want to be maybe a, a, a pastor when they grow up could look up to Kyler because man, you're doing the dang thing and you're doing a lot of work that uh, revolves around stuff. Uh, of course, ministry related, but also just serving people in need. So we love you. Dude, one thing we always do is we try and do a little ice breaker so here's my oh icebreaker here's my no it's I'm, not crazy I'm ready for this <laughs> no it's not crazy i don't even know what it is but i'm just excited for it oh good me, me too kyler i want to know something that you consistently look forward to we all got stuff we look forward to we're always thinking about it i can't wait for this or that it could be a big season or it could be just something that's a part of your day or maybe once a week you get to do this one thing what is something you look forward to all right i'm going to give you two answers one Pre-March of this year, of 2022, uh, my diet was not great. I was looking forward to eating a bowl of ice cream every single night. That (laughs) was actually the highlight of literally every night. Highlight of my day. Then I started going to the gym. March 2022 has changed my life. Thank (laughs) God. Um, 
Currently, right now, what I most look forward to, call me crazy, I'm having a killer fantasy football year. And so I'm looking forward to every single Sunday. Uh, I love I love checking the scores, fantasy football, and I just love all things football. So that's great. Hey, that, oh, that, that, just, that just feels bad. I'm in Kyler's league and I oh. hate logging on. <laughs> oh, it's so not not the same enthusiasm for you. No, I oh, fun fact, Colin and I were in the championship game last year. Yo, together. that's right. We were the that's two right. underdogs. We Man. we had no right being there, but we got That's there. Right. But we got all right, great. Well, hey, Kyler, so glad to have you on the podcast. All right, so we got student leaders listening in. Give us something for student leaders. What do you got for us today? Yeah, so here's kind of what's been on my heart uh, recently, and I'll just kind of throw this out there and would love to talk we'll about see. it and expand on it more. So, um, yeah, here's kind of the thought I have. If you want to see God grow your reach, um, your influence, uh, your ministry, focus on stewarding well who and what is in front of you right now. So I'll say that again. If you want to see God grow your reach, your influence, your ministry, or whatever that looks like for you, focus on stewarding well who and what is in front of you right now. And I'll kind of share why I, why I have this thought. Um, so like I said, I was a young adults pastor for four years when I first started on staff here. And I remember it was about a year or so in, we were still kind of building things from the ground up and, uh, for whatever reason, I just had this target goal in my mind. I, I would love to get a hundred people coming consistently mm-hmm. to our young adults ministry. So we had pushed for weeks and weeks for this one night that we were doing that you know, I was hoping that we were going to get well over a hundred people. We we're normally around 25 to 30. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember two minutes before the event started that night, there were only 25 people in the room. And I just remember being so frustrated. And I just, I literally looked up and said to God, I was like, what is the point of even doing this? Like, this wow. is just so frustrating. Where are all these people? Um, and I will never forget. I was standing right at the sound booth and the Holy Spirit checked me. He said, why would I give you a hundred people when you don't care about the 25 that are in the room right now? Mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dang, wow. <laughs> oh, it was, I mean, it was, uh, it was a gut check for sure. And so, um, that really started to change my perspective yeah. from there on out. Like, okay, God, I know I have dreams. I know I have aspirations of what I want to see this grow to, but like, I've got to start doing the small things. Well, um, and maybe students listening to this, you you have a dream or a desire for more. But my question would be, are you willing to start small? I think God is wondering, can I trust you with this now, even mm. if it's not glam- glamorous, flashy or, or public or if it's going to get you attention? Uh, can you love and care for people well now? I love this topic because I think... All of us want the highlight reel. Yours was 100 people. Theirs might be making a team, honor roll, whatever. But, you know, it it starts smaller. You used a term, though, that I'm familiar with, but I'd love to hear your definition of. You said steward, right? What what do you think of when you think – I'm not looking for, like, the dictionary definition. Right. Students can look that up. What do, you, what do you think it means when you're talking about stewarding um, what, what God has given you? I think you said the things or the people in front of you. What does that look like? Yeah. So I think it's just kind of a healthy perspective for Christians that like most things in our life, or I would say just about everything is borrowed, right? Our time, our resources, um, mm. you know, even for me, two kids, like my kids are borrowed. They belong to God first. They're not mine. Love that. Um, but I even look at like even some of the positions or the the places that God has put me in. I see the people around me as people that God has put in my life uh, for me 
to reach out to and to impact and to influence. And so I see all of those things as like stewardship opportunities, even the ministry positions I've been put in. Like I, I think it kind of combats entitlement. I don't own this. Like this is something that God has allowed into my life or has graced me with. And so I can either steward that and I, I, I'm basically managing someone else's stuff or I can neglect it mm-hmm. or, or, or sit and be entitled with it. So that's kind of my idea of stewardship when it comes to mind. That's so good, man. I, I know I said I did look up to Kyler. I feel like I still do after yeah. all of this. Yeah. But like, all right, man, because this feels like convicting. I'm like, man, like, am I taking care of like what God's actually put right in front of me? But that word like stewardship, I know like that's something that we'll like see all throughout the Bible. So I'm just curious, like there's probably like a number of different places that we could even get like this principle from. Where are you specifically looking at being like, this is somewhere that you can grab this and see even like how God can teach us more on how to steward stewarding for yeah, the Bible. Yeah, for sure. So, so two come to mind uh, right off the top of my head. Uh, Matthew 25, Jesus gives this parable of this master who had went away on a trip. And so he had three, yes. different, okay. three different servants. Um, to one, he gave five shekels or 10 shekels. Uh, another, he gave five. Another gave two. And when the master came back from the trip, uh, the guy who had 10 turned it into 20. The guy who had five had doubled it, turned it into 10. But the guy who had two just basically held on to it and kept it at two. And so for the first two who had basically doubled the value of what he had given, in them. I think it's Matthew 25, 21, where the master comes back and he says, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. So I will put you in charge of many things. Um, And so I I love that principle. I think we see the principle of stewardship there, but there's also in first Corinthians chapter three, verse six, the apostle Paul, uh, he's writing to the church in Corinth. And I I love actually the depiction that he gives here. First Corinthians three, verse six, he's talking about the church and the different roles that people play in it. And he says, I plan planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God is the one who has been making it grow. And so I kind of draw from that, that my job is really to steward, right? Paul had the role. uh, I planted the seed. That was my role. But Apollos was there to really water it and kind of help bring it to health. Ultimately, God's the one who's causing it to grow. And so my job is to steward in whatever way, what God has put in my life. So the idea is that stewardship matters and God is really just looking for leaders that he can trust. And if he can trust you, man, watch out. Watch yeah. out. Cause that's, like I said, God, growth comes from God, right? We just, we're just stewards. And so if God trusts you, I mean, you can trust him to fulfill the desires and the dreams and the aspirations that he's put on your heart. Your job is strictly to steward. The, okay. the responsibility of growth doesn't live on you. So, so that is very different than how a lot of people probably talk about leadership or, or, or roles. Like I think a lot of times it feels like the results are up to us, but you're kind of saying that they're up to God. Um, I'd love for you to maybe expound on that a little bit more based on that verse in in first Corinthians. And then also if students do this, how do you think that this helps them lead? How does this help them lead their generation? How does it help them grow in their faith? Yeah. So I'll kind of start with your, your first question. Um, I, I do think there's a lot of pressure that we put on ourselves. Um, to cause things to grow. Right. And yeah. we can, I think a lot of church leaders kind of live with that pressure right now, but I don't necessarily see like a ton of that in scripture. I think God puts us around people. He puts us in positions. And I think our job as leaders is to steward and care for those things well. But I mean, we see it right there in first Corinthians chapter three, growth is up to God. And it's all in his timing. And there, God may have you in a specific role for a certain season. I even kind of re- reference back to 
my days in young adults. So, uh, you know, by the time that I stepped out of that role uh, in 2020, we had gotten to about 50 people regularly. And I felt like I'd kind of helped build a really healthy community. Um, and then an incredible guy came in after me, Sean Braithwaite. You guys all know Sean, um, who has really taken it to the next level. Um, and I, I think, you know, Sean and I will talk often and he'll say, and I, I'm not saying this for any credit on myself, uh, but he's like, you know, Kyle, I think you helped build a really found, really healthy foundation that I'm kind of able to build off of and, and kind of use that to continue to grow. And I look at that and I say, that's amazing. I feel like I served my role well in the four years that I was there. My role or my job was not to get it to a hundred, 200 people or blow this thing up big. God had me in that, that role for that season to help build a healthy foundation so that the next guy could come in and really take it. And so I think it's really about understanding, all right, God, what are you asking from me in this season, in this role right now? I want to be faithful to that, um, not just growing things to look healthy kind yeah. of thing, or to, to, look, to look glamorous on social media. That's so good. I love that. Okay. So back to that parable that you mentioned though, of like, there's like the three servants of like the one that got 10, the one that got five. I feel like personally, whenever I was a student, I felt like I was a servant that got two. Okay. That like, I could like, look, and I could be like, but they got this and they got that. And I don't have much. How, whenever you're like, not even just a student, cause I feel like at any age, this is something that can apply, but how do you still move forward and say, I know this might be a little, but I'm going to steward this, even if it doesn't seem like much. And even if the growth, like two to four is still less than what that other person had, like he still had like five. So how, if you're talking to somebody, like, what would you say specifically to a student that right now is like, I don't have a lot to steward. How can you encourage them? And like, what can we say to them to be able to keep going and grow whatever God's given them? Yeah. Um, I would give probably two answers to that. So one, I think, um, faithfulness where you've been called actually produces the most fruit. Mm. Um, and so here, here's what you look at that parable. Um, and forgive me if I'm off on the numbers, I think it's 10, five and two, but, uh, the master paid the same compliment to the guy who turned 10 into 20 as he did to the guy who turned five into 10. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, while there was two very different results, I mean, 20 is double the number of, of 10. They got the same compliment because they both had stewarded well, what was in their life at that time or what they had in their hands. And so, um, I think this is where it's really important, especially for students and in the social media world that we live in to really avoid the comparison trap, because I think, um, and even for us too, as well, um, Jordan, I know you, you do a lot of ministry as well with Kyle and whatnot. It's really easy to, to, to look on social media and be like, Oh man, if only my ministry looked like that or that, what that guy's doing is so cool. I think there is uh, really an art to learning to stay in your lane and stop Mm. comparing because there is, there's a lot of grace and favor in your lane. And when you learn what your lane is and you stay faithful to that calling, you're going to see fruit. It may not be as much fruit as someone else's, but I don't think God views it any differently. Wow. I mean, I mean, if you think about this, I I can, I can only pontificate on, on this particular point of word. Thank you. Uh, On on this particular, (laughs) on this particular point, but the guy who got, 10 and turned it to 20. He said, you know, I'll put you in charge of more. There's a world that exists where three trips ago, he was a guy with two. You know what I mean? Like we don't know where he started. We see him in the story with 10, but each person seems like if they do well, they get more. So there's a chance that the 10 guy was a two guy, you know, last year. And so we, we don't really know that, that 
I think also to your point, like God, God is in charge. We just got to trust. We just got to trust him. Kyler, you talked about social media. Um, that's a cultural issue that this, this topic really addresses. Let me throw another one out to you and see if you have any thoughts on this. Um, I feel like students walk along, uh, walk around with a ton of pressure, parents, coaches, school, whatever. Uh, do, do you see that as an issue that's, you know, that is one of the reasons that you brought this up? Or how do you see this particular idea of trusting God um, in, in regards to the topic of pressure? Yeah. So I, I absolutely see that. Um, I don't know about you, but I, I actually even find and tend to notice in my own life that there is, we can call it pressure. We can call it um, a, a real desire or temptation to kind of do the things that are going to get publicly noticed or oh, the things yeah. that are going to kind of help us get more influence, build mm-hmm. our platforms quicker. Or I know I'm approaching 30 here. I don't know if I can use this term, but Uh-oh. like chase clout, if you, you will. Can use it. Um, you can use it. <laughs> of course we'll um, allow it. Yeah. And there's just a tremendous amount of pressure because, you know, uh, this is just the world that we live in. It's easy to get attention. It's easy to get likes. And we think, oh man, if we could do these things, that'll help us kind of build our influence more, kind of build our platform more. Maybe the, the dream of the desire God's put on your heart, you're thinking, man, oh, if I could just get to that, like that, that's the ideal right there. And so I'm going to chase that thing. But I just... As I was thinking about this, you know, we don't need more, I'll use the term again, clout chasers or social media preachers or people really waiting for titles, right? Like our schools, our jobs, our neighborhoods, they're full of people who are hurting, um, who desperately are looking for someone to love and care about them. And so I would say, you know, take, take some of the pressure off yourself. Stop waiting for the title or the following and just start caring for and loving on people now, you know, look out at your life, who or what has God placed in your life right now, steward that well. Um, and God will begin to trust you with more, whatever that is, but take the pressure off yourself to create or cultivate whatever that more is. That's not up to you. I love that. I think it's hard for students to do that. And maybe on the overtime episode, we can walk out and iron out some very specific or practical ways. Um, because I think Kyler as simple as your message is, is very difficult for a lot of students to probably do. It's very difficult for me to do um, because it kind of goes against everything that we're told about the college system and how to, you know, make yourself stand out. Very different about how do you get more time, attention. Well, can I, can I provide maybe just a couple practical examples? I would, I would literally love that. Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, to do something big for God. Um, But maybe in the pursuit of that, you're looking over who or what's in your life right now to get there. So maybe some of the examples of the questions that I would Mm. think about is, you know, what if before you ever got a microphone, um, you just started sharing Jesus in one-on-one conversations with the people in your school, your family? You know, maybe there's that call, hey, one day I want to be a speaker. I know God's called me to this, but what if you don't wait for that? Um, You know, starting small, stewarding who's in your life right now, or before you got that title or that role, you started a small group with the people in your life right now, or even, even money, right? You know, I think a lot of us can be like, oh God, when I start making this amount, that's when I'm going to start giving towards this. But what if God's like, hey, I'm, I want you to give out of what you have right now. And so um, it's the idea of just looking at your life right now. Who can I impact? Who's in my life right now that I, that I can, you know, influence with the gospel. Um, How can I just start small and trust God for the growth and what the more is going to be? Because if he can trust you with little, he'll begin to trust you with more. Uh, Also we're living in now. You know, we're not living in yeah. two years from now. We're living right now. So let's let's honor God with that. Okay, uh, last question. We we love to try and end with a story, um, whether it be from a student or someone in your life or, or maybe a testimony. What's a, uh, someone, who is someone you've seen live this out? Yeah, uh, great question. So um, 
I deal a lot kind of in outreach missions, kind yeah. of nonprofit work. So one of the first people that actually comes to my mind, um, her name is Jordan Becker. She's actually a uh, the leader of our foster care initiative okay. uh, here at our church. And um, what I have found so remarkable about Jordan, um, she is not kind of the natural person to want to come in and, hey, how can we how can we get this thing on the map? And how can we blow this up? She, is, she cares for people really, yeah. really well. And so she took over uh, this ministry at the beginning of 2022. And uh, man, it has just been crazy to see the the health that has come out of her leadership, but also wow. uh, the way that God has brought growth because she she just cares for people like in an unreal manner. Would actually drive to families' houses to drop off meals or clothes or things that they need. And where I'm kind of I, so I work with her and I kind of oversee her. I'm sometimes pushing her like, hey, find find somebody else to do that. Like I want you to think bigger as a leader. But she just has that level of of care, and she really yeah. views this ministry as an opportunity. I want to steward the families that. Here and so we've actually seen a lot of growth in this ministry strictly because families are like, wow, this ministry is really caring for foster families huh. right now. I actually think I want to get involved in that a hundred percent because of the care and the diligence that Jordan's putting into it. She's just looking at the families she's got and saying, I want to love on these families. Well, God is bringing the growth. What a what a perfect. That's an ace, dude. That's a great example. And students, we we really do believe that wherever it is that you feel called, it doesn't have to be into ministry, that God will give you a little and he's watching how you handle it. And he's calling you to just be responsible, even though our desires are good to want more, to maybe dream for more. Um, Kyler, what an awesome, awesome lesson. Hey, real quick, something we try and do is maybe if a student had a question for you or just wanted to say thanks, just a way that they could kind of reach out to you. What's what's a way that, or a place the students can find you? Yeah, um, so... I am scarcely on social media. So if you search my name, <laughs> Kyler Cedarwall, you can send me a message there. Is it lame to give my email address? Is no, that dude. We'll do it. Do it. Yeah, we can <laughs> Man, do that, that makes too. me sound so old. No. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's Kyler S, K-Y-L-E-R-S at allisonpartchurch.com. That's probably the best way to get a hold of dude, me. I will perfect. check your Instagram message once every eight months. There, as, as much as we like to pretend that every youth student is the same, there are some old old souls and youth's bodies right now going, yes. And I love that. <laughs> I someone else, yeah. Hey, Kyler, we'll throw all that in the show notes. We are so thankful for your message. Hey, make sure uh, you guys tell Kyler thank you. And students, we believe you're called to lead your generation. Do it with passion for Christ and love for others. And we'll catch you on the flip side. See you guys. Bye.